Hello and welcome to the Amiibo Talk podcast, hosted by yours truly, Blank. Smash Ultimate is widely regarded to be a mostly balanced game. Even the low-tier characters are viable in human play to an extent. So why is that so different for Amiibo? Anyone who's been in Ultimate's Amiibo scene can tell you the power gap between the strongest Amiibo and the weakest is massive. It's extremely difficult to beat an S-tier Amiibo with a B-tier Amiibo, let alone a D-tier. In fact, a D-tier Amiibo will struggle to even defeat a C-tier Amiibo. Forget about winning a tournament that allows any characters ranked above them. So that begs the question, just what makes these Amiibo so bad? In order to answer that question, first let's look at what makes an Amiibo good. A quick glance at the Exeon Amiibo tier list shows us that almost all heavyweights are high tier. And additionally, Amiibo with big single hits and Amiibo who don't rely on combos are ranked highly. So we see that D tier Amiibo are the antithesis of their high tier counterparts. D tiers are light, with weak attacks that are chained together in human play. Most of them don't have any move that KOs without being comboed into or otherwise needing a setup. Sheik is the prime example of this as an amiibo, she will chain short hop fares across the stage, but will falter when she gets the enemy offstage, not going far enough to finish the KO. Mega Man, Samus, and Duck Hunt, meanwhile, are characters who rely heavily on projectiles. Projectiles which their amiibo refuse to learn. Samus in particular defies you to train her in using her charge shot, and good luck teaching Mega Man to correctly use any of his projectiles. The best Mega Men, as of now, are trained to never use their ranged abilities. Odd fighters like Game & Watch, Rob, Diddy Kong, and Peach and & Daisy occupy D-tier due to the AI being entirely incapable of handling their fighting style. Diddy is based around making use of his banana. Rob needs his gyro to combo. Peach and Daisy have turnips and sweet spots in their smash attacks, and Game & Watch takes the cake, having a move that has a random effect every time it's used, sweet spots on his smash attacks, a berry on his smash attack, and his aerials don't even get me started. The AI for Amiibo is not suited for making use of any of this, and thus these characters lose their niche. Ice Climbers, though, take the cake for being terrible amiibo. Their AI doesn't understand the partner climber's existence, and will frequently lose them. Desyncing for benefit is out of the question, and boy do they love to think they can survive offstage without their partner, making any offstage play suicide. Ice Climbers are currently the worst amiibo according to the Exeon tier list, and hold a record for the self-destruct more than any other character. No other amiibo struggles to comprehend its existence quite like the Ice Climbers. So what makes low-tier amiibo bad? A mix of poor AI, lack of killing power in a single move, being lightweight, and overall just not being catered to by being amiibo. Thanks for listening to Amiibo Talk. If you're interested in learning more about Amiibo, head over to Exeon Vault for articles, the vanilla Amiibo tier list, and training guides. Then stop by the Discord and say hi. Until next time, this is Blank, signing out.